Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, y'all. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited for this series. If you are wondering why you're getting a few extra episodes um, in your iTunes, iTunes app or in your inbox or however you listen to this podcast, it's because I am doing a four-episode series on summer and flow. So I'm breaking the flow process, food, lifestyle, home, and work into four episodes and really talking about how we can use summer to amplify each of those four areas of our life. So yesterday I talked about food. If you missed that episode, it went live on my birthday. Super exciting. Today is the day after my birthday. I'm a little more tired, but here and so excited and feeling so summery. It feels finally summery in New England. So people who live south of me are like, what are you talking about, Mia? It has been summer forever, but here it has taken its time to be summer. So make sure to go back and listen to that episode about food if food is something that you really want to upgrade this summer or even to just really understand the framework of this whole thing. And the framework of this whole thing is really just the flow process. I'm just sharing how I implement it specifically for the summer season. I find that the summer season, this time when our kids get out of school and are either at home with us or in a variety of camps and maybe we're traveling a little, this time can feel... I don't feel like stressful is the right word, but it can feel really full, really busy, maybe overwhelming, and maybe stressful at a time when we really want it to feel relaxed. So I feel the same way about the December holidays. I feel like in both situations, we have so many preconceived, predetermined ideas about what this time of year should look like. And we want our lives to be that way, but sometimes they don't feel that way. So our goal or my goal always is to get everyone who's part of this community really getting to understand how it is that they want to feel now in this season. So right now we're talking about the summer season. How do you want to feel this summer? And then really making choices based on that. So I talked a little bit more in depth than that in yesterday's um, episode and then how that dovetails into some food choices that I'm planning for and making this summer. And today we're going to talk about the lifestyle part of that. And the lifestyle part is part of an older process, which I've talked about for a couple of years. The process I'm going to give you today has some planning sheets that goes with it. So make sure you go check out that episode on um, the Plan Simple website. It'll be the first episode up there and you can get the summer planning sheets. And it's just a really helpful framework for making the summer just feel really good so that by the time you go to, you know, when someone's asking you at the end of summer, how was your summer? You really can smile and say, great. And usually that's because you've 
just done a lot of the little things, little, these are little things that you really wanted to do. So if you're like, well, Mia, I'm about to stop this podcast because I already know exactly what I'm doing this summer. The kids already signed up for this camp, this camp, this camp. We're already doing this thing. We have to do this thing, which I'm not that excited about, but we're doing anyway. Whatever your summer looks like, maybe it's all planned to the T. Today's episode is really about the things between. And my idea is the ideas are always around. I know a lot of times we plan some of these bigger pieces, and a lot of the stuff we talk about here is meant to fit with those. And it's just a way to make us feel better, be healthier. Um, make little choices that really impact our family and our kids. Okay. So that was like a long soapbox talk. So let's, let's get into this. So this episode is definitely helpful for anyone who feels overwhelmed by the busyness that summer can come. And I'm sitting here with air quotes like busyness because I hate that word. I really do hate the word busy. I don't, I think it's a choice we make and we don't have to be busy, but I talk to a lot of moms who get so overwhelmed by summer because there just seem to be so many more transitions than in the school year. And that can feel really hard for kids, um, especially those kids, you know, who are five to 12. Um, it can feel really hard as they're getting used to all these transitions. Those transitions may look like a different camp every week for whatever reason. So many camps are week by week. So they're getting different kids, different counselors. Um, you're having to have a different routine for getting out of the door. So there's just different transitions. Um, Sometimes you might have trips. Sometimes you might have no child care at all. So you're going from having the school day where you can get your stuff done to all of a sudden having all the kids, the whole kids home all the time, which is a huge transition. And usually it doesn't mean that our duties are any different. So as a mom, we still have the same duties at home. If we're working, we have the same duties with work. And yet we have this whole other layer going on that just can sometimes feel overwhelming. So definitely go download these planning sheets. They look really simple and I'm going to talk through them a little bit, but I can promise you from personal experience that they really work. I've done mine for the summer. They're shortly going to be hanging on the fridge. I will send you a picture. Maybe I'll send you a picture if you're on my list. You'll definitely see a picture of the planning sheets. Um, and they really can change the feeling of summer. They really can. It's so simple. Okay. So basically what you're doing is you're creating the framework so that you can take the action that you need to take to be personally responsible for how you want to feel this summer, which is so important because very often, as I explained a before, you know, we still have these same responsibilities, but there's all these other obstacles in the summer. And so it's really important that we figure out what we need to do to get through the summer as the mom, as the caregiver. And I do realize actually that I don't have a sheet specific for dads. So maybe I need to create that, but I do feel like any adult could fill out the adult sheet and any adult could be part of filling out the family sheet, which I will get into in a second. So they also do the same for your kids. They teach them the personal responsibility um, to really understand what they want in this season. And it's one of the only times I do this in the holiday season too, but those two seasons, again, I feel like are very 
loaded. And so they also give us the opportunity to really teach our kids to understand what they want, which I think is such an important thing, especially in this day and age when we're so inundated with information and different things and our kids are constantly being bombarded with it and making choices that they don't want to make versus teaching them early on what it's like to want something and really plan for it. So these give an opportunity for that, for sure. And then they also really help all of us as a family understand what we do because we're a family. So there's certain things that are going to happen. And I just find that it happens more in the summer because it's a time when we might travel or have guests or, you know, have extra time to do something that we don't have time during the school year. And a lot of those times, those things are for one person. Maybe they're for the parents together. Maybe it's for you, the mom, or maybe it's something we're doing because a kid loves baseball. So we, for example, take them to a baseball game or baseball exhibit, or maybe you as parents have always wanted to see some artists and there's an art exhibition so you can take the family. So that sheet really helps with those things just to come to a common understanding of what's going down and what all the expectations are. So I'm going to go through the sheets in in detail, but I just want you to know that you can totally do this. I just want to say this again. You can totally do this even if you have your whole summer planned out. So I know this is coming out at a time when some of you have gotten out of school some of us, like me, have an, another two weeks left, three weeks for two of them, one week, two weeks for one of them um, as this is going live. So I still have a little bit more of the school year left. But And some of you are already in your summer. And no matter what, some of us made camp plans and trips and whatever in February. And that's totally fine because what we're going to talk about here sort of fits in with that and might help you define those situations in a way that you haven't done in the past um, and make them really activated for the way that you want to feel. Okay, so let's get into exactly what they are because I want to I go through this in detail and talk you through it. And then you could either press pause now and go download them, or you can just listen to this. And then once you see them, you'll know exactly what to do. So basically there's three pages. There's one page for the family, one page for you. And as I said, you could cross out mom and put dad if dad wants one. And then there's another page where you'd print out that page for as many kiddos as you have. And when I first came out with this framework, actually, it was long before the flow planner. It was sort of when I initially, it was the first thing I did for really planning anything besides meals. Um, and my kids were little and I would fill it out sort of with them by my side, but it was more me filling out things I had heard. So, you know, when they were five and six, it was like I had really listened and paid attention to the things that they wanted. I also had things I wanted to give them and I sort of wrote it out that way in a framework. And as they've gotten older, this is something I really want them to claim and really think about. And then it's a great opportunity to have a family meeting for this um, because then you can really all get on the same page and listen to each other's plans and everybody has something that they can share. So if you have a family meeting and you have a dad in your house, probably he should do one too. Or your partner, whoever your partner is, should do one too. Okay. So family. I'm going to go through the family sheet 
you know what? I'm not going to go through. The family sheet might come first in the stack, but I'm going to go through the mom sheet first. So when you're thinking about your summer, I just want you to document these things, to write down these things that you're really wanting to do this summer. So it's simple. These are things you could do no matter what's planned in the bigger scheme of things. But write down the books that you want to read or listen to. I love Audible. Um, What books do you want to consume this summer? And there's a space to write down five. You can choose to write less or more, but what books do you want to read? I want you to think about that now because very often we forget and then, you know, we grab something that we don't want to read um, on a trip because we've forgotten it on our shelf. And I do think that this is a great thing to model for our kiddos and nothing to feel guilty about getting lost in a book because anyone who has great readers really appreciates that. And part of the way that I think that happens is just by modeling. Kids see us reading. And so what are they to do but go read? Okay. The second thing that we're going to put in for ourselves on our planning sheet are what are five self-care rituals that we really want to play with this summer? So is it about exercise? Is it around, you know, using a special salt scrub? Is it about sleeping better? Is it about waking up and meditating early in the morning because the days are long? You know, what are those things that will really deeply care for you? Is it about finally getting in the rhythm of doing the things in your morning, maybe taking your supplement or drinking the glass of water that you always wish you drank in the morning or getting a ritual around your tea or your coffee or finally getting really great at green smoothies. Like what are five rituals that you could really hone in on this summer and that the summer really gives you an opportunity to succeed with? The summer, the days are longer. Um, And very often if the kids are in camp or whatnot, the days might start a little bit later, which gives us a little bit more time if we take control of our time. Okay, what are your food goals for this summer? Do you have any? Is there something that you want to learn to make? Is there some kind of food you want to eat more of? Uh, Do you want to get better at dinners? Do you want to, you know, make food that you can freeze so when the school year starts, you're not feeling behind and frazzled? Do you have a weight loss goal? Do you have an energy goal? Do you want to drink more water? No wrong answers here, but just choose five things that maybe you're hoping to work on with your health and your food this summer. What are, and it's funny because there's five, there's like five spaces for all the questions except this one. (laughs) What are your work goals for the summer? And a lot of times this is where there's a big sort of, um, ruffle in our summer is that we have this desire to get so much done and then we don't set up a lifestyle that can support that. So I want us, especially for all my entrepreneurs, what are three things that you really want to get done? And if you don't resonate with this because you have a job and you're not thinking this way or you don't work, like these could be home projects. These could be getting together those photo albums you've always wanted to do. What is some kind of quote unquote work that you'd really love to get done this summer? Okay. I guess Nick's the around the house, but photo books would still go because the next one is what do you want to get done around the house in the summer? So I find that 
this part can, I, I have this desire always for the house to feel organized and orderly and yada, yada all summer long. Um, and I just feel like it's a good opportunity. We're home more. And if I don't really spell this out, then those things don't get done. Are there cabinets you want to clean out? Are there clothes that need to be cleaned out for the kids? Is there a garden project? Is there a painting project? You know, the summer is a time when we can open windows where, again, those days are longer, where we might have extra hands around. So what house projects do you really want to get done so that you are feeling great in your house. And these are the kinds of things that really are much harder to get done in the cold season or when the kids are in school. And last, no, not last, last, second to last, what are five fun things that you would love to do this summer? So I feel like this is where we can really leave ourselves out as moms, right? We forget to add in what we think is going to be so fun. And I think this is really, really important. What is something really fun you want to do? So on in my head, for many years, I've wanted to go rafting. I have this memory of rafting in Colorado when I was a kid with my family. I've seen pictures of it, but for whatever reason, I don't remember it that well. And But I just have this memory that it was fun. And I've always wanted to be able to do that with my kids, but for whatever reason, well, maybe they just weren't old enough, but it's never made it to my list, or I didn't think we could do it, or I didn't think we were in the right place, or I thought it was too expensive. Like I always had something. So this year I put that in. Um, I really, really want to um, learn to hula hoop myself again. I used to do it all the time. I haven't done it in years. So that's something that sounds really fun to me. I want to dance more. That's something that's really fun to me. And these aren't all things that include my kids. Some of them could, but maybe I schedule, like I go to a cool dance thing. I have so many friends who teach amazing dance classes. So maybe I can go to one of those. So I write down the fun, the things that I really think would be fun. And we're going to get to the part about the whole family. So you can listen to all this and then go fill yours in. But I want this sheet to be really about you. And then this is really the most important one and the last one. And it seems like maybe it wouldn't be the most important one, but I think it's really important. And these are the things that can just wait. These are the things that can wait until the end of summer because we don't need to do everything right now. There's things that can totally wait. So what are the things that can wait? What are the things that you don't need to get done right now, right this summer? Maybe you don't need to write that blog post. Maybe you don't need to worry about everybody getting new lunch boxes in July. Maybe you don't need, a lot of times it's thing, it might not even be things that we do. It might be things that we think about or worry about. Um, you know, maybe in the, your one week off from work, you don't have to go to the kids' doctor's appointments. Maybe that can wait till after school starts. So it's what are the things that sometimes weigh you down in the summer? It might be about one of those house projects you wrote down earlier. Don't do anything that you feel obligated to do. Do things that are moving you toward your bigger goals, but maybe there's things that just can wait that you don't have to worry about. You don't have to let summer go to get ready for September quite so soon. Does that make sense? Okay. This is the U sheet. Then... There's sort of the equivalent for the kids. 
And on this one, it just says name at the top. So I guess you, it's funny. I guess this could be the one for your partner's spouse, or you could do the one we just did for your partner's spouse. Some of these are a little kid specific. Um, but as I'm reading through them, I'm like, actually, you know, a spouse could fill this out. So, and again, these are the ones that you could do with a younger child, or you could do for a younger child. But the point is that you're thinking about these things in advance. So the, it, it ends a lot of that, I'm bored, which happens around third grade. I'm bored. What do I do? Like, can't you stop doing that? I'm so bored. And I really don't believe that boredom is a bad thing, but this sheet is something that you could point them to because they made it up. They are taking personal responsibility for what they wanted. So again, the first thing is books I want to read. So they choose their five books that they want to read this summer or be read to if they're younger, right? So these are books I want to read and they're making that choice in advance. And this can become a discussion. So there are definitely times in life when you want your kids to be reading certain things and they're reading other things. So this can also be, it's a beautiful thing to do together. So if five graphic novels go down and you're dying for your child to read something longer or different, or, you know, there was a time when my oldest would only read these fantasy things and we were wanting him just to read like something with a little like more old school content or more history in it. And so we would just sort of help him balance out his reading a little and we're parents. So that's awesome. This is totally something you can sit down and do. Okay. The second thing is projects I want to work on, right? So are there art projects? Does your daughter want to learn how to make bracelets? Does your son want to build a boat? Like what are projects? Are there projects they need to do for school in the summer? Are there things that they just want to make up and they've just never had time for? And then this will help you to understand, are there supplies I need to start looking out for? Is there anything different I need in the house? You know, so what are those projects? And these are things that can fill time when you're making dinner or trying to get two hours of work done or hula hooping in the yard, whatever it is. These are projects that they, you know, that child could be working on. I love this one. They don't always, but what are five healthy habits I am going to practice this summer? This is coming from your kid, right? So, you know, maybe, you know, a five-year-old might say, I'll eat my broccoli <laughs> or I'll try salad or I'll say yes to the thing you tell me to have. And as they get older, that changes a little. So starting in about sixth grade, you know, my daughter really wanted to learn how to meditate, which she saw me doing. She wanted to try the smoothies she saw me making. She wanted to learn how to make them. Um, my now 10-year-old really wants to be the one in charge of harvesting the garden. All these are healthy habits. They want to sleep more. So all those kinds of things can be written here, five of them. Okay. And if you're just taking notes, you can do that too. But the sheets are, the sheets are colorful and pretty and they have all the spaces for you to fill in. And then this is part I love and you'll see why when I get to the last and final sheet. Um, but the next thing is activities for me. So these are things as a child I really want to do for me. So maybe this is a week at pottery camp or a week at tennis camp. Or last year, my son said he just wanted to be home enough that he could practice basketball 
in the basketball hoop outside our house. Like, so this doesn't have to be expensive or big deal. It's just, he wanted to not feel like he was being dragged around all the time. He wanted time to do that. Um, you know, this could go over into projects. It could be about a friend that a child wants to see a couple times during the summer. It could be about a small trip that a child wants to take with a grandparent, um, which I guess goes into family. So this is probably like stuff they more do alone and or do with a friend and they just really want for them. This makes them feel like they've had a complete summer experience. The next one is activities with my family. And this might actually reflect back the family sheet, which is probably why I have that first in the list, but I just wanted to talk about it last. <laughs> um, but these are things that I'm going to do with my family. And I am I know in advance that I have to do them with my family. Like I'm going on this family trip. And a lot of parents tell me, you know, oh, I'm like dreading this road trip or I'm dreading this family reunion or... I wish we still didn't have to go to this place because now my kid acts up and all of that's natural for a kid to do, but they can learn how to just accept, right? And not always act out. That's not to say a kid won't act out, but these are the things that they could be really excited about if they're a certain kid and could be a little bit ambivalent about if they're a certain kid, but they know they're going to do because it's what their family is doing. And I think that that's really important for kids to understand and they're all different and it has less to do with us and more to do with them. I have three kids. They have very much the same parents and you know, two of them are always excited about things and one isn't. It's not even always the same kid, but I feel like it's always two and one. <laughs> um, and that's just how it is. And it might just be different kinds of trip, different kinds of interactions with people. And um, but they they come to like them. It's funny, my my brother just recently got married and we had this five day trip to Arizona and it was May, but it was still so cold here. It was just a couple weeks ago and it was so cold here. And I was so excited because we hadn't been away and I was just so excited for the warmth. And I have two teenagers and both of them had things they wanted to do at school. One was missing a big crew regatta. One was missing a trip to New York with all of her friends. And at first that seemed like something they really didn't want to do, but it was it was treated in a way like that was written down. Like this is an activity I'm doing with my family because I'm part of a bigger family and this is what we do. And that's not a natural thing, but it's something that very much can be learned to accept. And then what happens is if, as we do this planning, as we're really planning ahead of time, they learn to love it. By the time we were on the plane, everybody was so excited. They had long forgotten any reason of dread. And so that's part of the magic behind these sheets. Okay. And then the last thing is around the house. So I'm a big fan of chores. I'm a big fan of kids pitching in. I'm, uh, I just think it's so important for them to know that they're part of a house and that we as parents don't always feel like we're schlepping around. I am a hundred percent not perfect at this. My husband is so much better than me at this, 
but I'm working on it and it really makes a difference. And this is kids saying, acknowledging that they'll help. And sometimes this is a good thing to really sit down and say what your expectations are. Um, and other times kids are, are fine with putting it down. And this might look like I'm the one who sets the table every night. I make my own bed every morning. Uh, once a week I sweep the first floor, whatever it is in your house. Like these are the things I'm going to help with in an age appropriate way. I need to write a whole post about that because I have so many ideas about chores. There is a section in my book on it. Um, and there actually might be a post on it. If there is, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. So that is what each kid would fill out and it will look different for each kid. And that's awesome. And that really gives them them. Okay, that gives that gives you 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 filled out the sheet that's really for you, the sheet that's really for them, and we're all individuals with all these needs, and those are going to be met through these little things that just fit into what we're already doing. Because a lot of these things, like it might be, you have to sort of be the master planner, you have to sort of be the manager of all this. It might be that if you have a lot of trips planned or you know, you know, your kid is thinking about this thing that you, you put those family, you fill out that family section first, even though it's not the first thing. And then, you know, maybe you're doing a road trip somewhere and your child has always wanted to see trains and you looked up and know there's a train museum, then that can be one of the things that they put in. You know what I mean? So there might be information that you're having to feed, but they're getting excited ahead of time. And that's the important part. They're getting excited about the boring days and the fun days and all the days in between. Okay, so the last thing is family. And this one is really important because the one thing I do feel summer has is a lot of days, <laughs> a lot of days. Summer can feel long, especially if your responsibilities are shifting a lot and you're, you're feeling this, the squeeze of you know transitions and camps and all that type of stuff, or you're home with the kids a lot more and feeling that. And so the first week, maybe the first two weeks, even the first three weeks feel so great. You get into a rhythm and then there's a rainy day, or then you just really have something you need to get done yourself and you still have the kids home. Um, that's when this last sheet really comes in handy and it's called the family summer plan. And you only need one of these. And this is where you go through and you just define some of the things that you as a family really want to do. And sometimes that might look, so there's five slots per usual under each one. So it might, maybe everybody gets a turn at choosing something. Maybe this is when you sit down at the dinner table and make some choices together and you throw some stuff out there. They're choosing from your list. Um, that's definitely a way that I've gone with that has worked very well because, you know, we do a lot of research. Maybe our kids don't. As they get older, they've heard of a lot of things and have a lot of thoughts. So the first one is rainy day activities. So what are five things that if I wake up and it's pouring rain and my rhythm has been get work done in the morning, go to the pool in the afternoon, check email after the pool, and then have a picnic dinner. Like say that's become the rhythm and it's really working for everybody, but then it pours rain and we can't go to the pool. What are some activities you can do? How can you turn that day around? And it's just sort of like making a good food choice. It's pretty hard to wake up in the morning and turn that day around. But when you have this sheet and you're like, oh my gosh, we've been wanting to go to the children's museum. Let's go. Or, oh goodness, we've been wanting to do this project. We should really do this project because it's a great rainy day project. Or we've wanted to go see this friend or 
visit this relative or go to this store. It's, it sucks to go run errands in the summer when it's beautiful outside. So maybe that's something you do on a rainy day. So write down those five things. These are five things that if it's raining and our plans are thrown, we could do. If you have a big vacation planned, this is a great you know sheet to fill out like for that. You could just make notes on different um, you can make different lists for a vacation just on the back of a sheet or something. It's great to be open so that you know you have a variety of activities, but you've done the research that you need. So the second thing, no surprise, is these are some great sunny day activities. So maybe we get into this rhythm of work and then pool, but maybe one day we all just want to play hooky from the rhythm and go to the beach. Or, you know, maybe one day... We really want to hike a new path, but it needs to be sunny. So what are the places you've wanted to visit? What are some sunny day things you can do? Maybe it's about gardening in your own yard. It doesn't have to be about going far away. And then the last is these are five cloudy day activities. So maybe where you live, it's too hot to hike, but if it's cloudy, it's okay. So let I've always wanted to try this trail. Let's try it on the cloudy day, right? Um, so you pick out what are five cloudy day activities. The next thing is trips. Maybe you're going on one trip. Maybe you're going on lots of little trips. I put five things here. You don't have to fill them all out. You can fill out more below, however you want to work it. But these are five trips that we're taking as a family. And you will notice that this makes a difference as your kids are getting older. Um, because they may not want to be with you as much and that's totally normal, but it's also fine. And as I just shared about the wedding, like they come on board when we're on board. And so this is just where, this is what's happening. You know, we're going to this place, we're going to grandma's. Um, these are the trips we're taking. If you have nothing to write here, that's a sign that maybe you need to figure out a time to, maybe you're needing to take time off. Maybe you need to plan a trip as a family. Maybe you need that time together. And what would that look like? And this does not mean you have to buy four airline tickets and fly off. It could be that you drive a half an hour and learn to camp, or you go visit a relative who you've been wanting to see for a long time and just haven't made the time for. This is about making space. Um, maybe it's about a day trip. Maybe you have a staycation, but you take off from work. So you're sleeping at home, but each day you go on a different adventure. So this isn't about pouring money into everything, but this is really about taking that time to be together as a family, which can sometimes feel like a big pull during the school year. Okay. As a family, do we have any food goals? You know, I always throw food in there. So what are our food goals? You know, maybe it's that we're making this commitment to go pick up a farm share every week. Um, and this sheet benefits not just a kids and parents relationship, but also a, your, you and your partner's relationship. So yes, we want to get this farm share, but maybe that means we need to split it or, you know, we need to split the duties of picking it up. Or maybe we need to make sure we get a friend to sign up so we can switch every other week with picking up with them. Or... Maybe I really want to have a garden, but I don't know how, or maybe I really want to eat more veggies, but I just need my partner to be on the veggie bandwagon. It's my, my partner actually taught me how to eat veggies, so that's not coming from me, but I hear that all the time. You know, I, all the time, one person wants to get healthier than another person at a certain moment. So this is like, what are my goals? 
Maybe we're going to give up some, you know, processed cookies and we're going to make all cookies from scratch or we're going to give up bread for the summer, whatever it is. What are my food goals? Maybe we want to cook out more. What are some new rituals that we want to adopt as a family? What is what are what are those? Do we want to have dinner in a different way together? Do we want to go on a walk after dinner some night like on a regular basis cuz it stays light longer? I've mentioned that a lot, you guys, because I feel like this is one of the real benefits of summer is these longer days. Um, maybe as a family, we want to learn a new skill together or, you know, exercise together or have a new chore ritual, or maybe one of the things we're working on this summer is allowances. So I would really love that ritual to not weigh me down. It totally weighs me down. I'm so stressed about whether I forget it and whether I don't, blah, blah, blah. And I know there's a thousand apps and there's good ways and I'm always questioning it for some odd reason. So this summer we're using that. And of course, everybody wants that ritual, right? Everybody wants that ritual to be part of our our household. They're excited they're getting money every week. Okay. And then what are five things as a family that you're going to do just because it's summer, right? So there's things that we just can't do during the school year. Maybe it's that we're going to stay up really late one night or um, we're going to go to a concert or we're going to eat something that we don't normally eat because it's summer and it's okay. Or we're going to have friends over that we wouldn't normally have over. I don't know. But just because it's summer, we're going to do these things. Maybe you haven't eaten sugar in two years, but you're just going to go get that one ice cream cone. That's a weird thing for me to say. But you know, what are those things, little things you're going to do just because it's summer? And the cool thing is just to choose, right? Just choose them. There's no right to or wrong to any of this, but in the choice we feel ease, we feel peace, um, and we come together as a family. And that is what I want for you. So that is my lowdown on the planning sheets. Again, you can go find this episode on the Plan Simple podcast. You can download your sheets. This was really focused on the lifestyle, though I know I did mention food. And on the next episode, we're going to talk about summer and um. So this is really about that 